Catch Tony's Twitch stream, The Shit List Roundup, at twitch.tv slash the Tony Michaels. We're back to the king of brilliance. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Pizza, 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 pizza. Speaking of pizza news, did you see that a Ninja Turtle, I'm not kidding you, the Ninja Turtle, Michelangelo, showed up. I think it was Michelangelo. It was either that or Raphael. I couldn't tell if it was green or orange. Showed up at Mar-a-Lago for the New Year's Rockin' Eve. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Vanilla Ice. Now, if you don't know, Vanilla Ice is like MAGA adjacent. I don't know if he's full on MAGA, but he seems MAGA adjacent at a bare minimum, right? Um, <laughs> and also, I don't know if you know this, but there was one song that made Vanilla Ice super fucking famous and super fucking rich. One hit wonder Vanilla Ice showed up with a Ninja Turtle at mar lagos New Year's Eve party. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, I'm just pointing it out because it's easy to mock these idiots. And they, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Um, if Joe Biden actually had some Ninja Turtles show up at a New Year's Eve party or any party that he's uh, in charge of, and he stands around and act like it's really cool, and he has some guy from the 90s who had one good song, one hit song, then um, I would say, I would say, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's where I would go with it. Cowabunga, dude. Like, that's not a bad idea. If you want to know the honest truth, Democrats are really shitty at that kind of stuff. Like they're really stupid about it. And they're like all stuffy and they're like, well, see, we want to have a correct policy with Ukraine and, and Israel. And that's what our party theme is. It's really dumb shit. Like, you know what? There's a point where you shouldn't be taking yourself seriously so much. It's one of the problems with left-wing commentary and and left-wing media in general is they take themselves way too fucking seriously. It's really kind of laughable if you want to know the truth about it. Oh, you're oh, you're going to you're going to tell me how to be, right? <laughs> and you know here on this show we are not we don't take ourselves seriously. That's not the point of the show. <laughs> at all it's just to try to get the message and the narrative out and try to give you a sense of direction because in this world it's the distraction is is everywhere the noise is everywhere and that is intentional that's fucking intentional that's part of the system that's part of the chaos machine that is maga and trump like I said, Jesus Christ, they've never typed in the words Bill Clinton more in their fucking lives. They probably don't even really know who Bill Clinton is. If you want to know the fucking truth about it, most of these people type it. Yeah, you're Bill Clinton and Gavin Epstein. Like, why? What the fuck do we care? Number one, if Bill Clinton did go to Jeffrey Epstein's island and they can prove that he fucking raped underage girls. We would be the first ones to go, yeah, send that motherfucker to jail, okay? But in their world, where they think Donald Trump, because he was president of the United States, gets presidential immunity from any crime that he's ever committed and will commit, 
doesn't that give Bill Clinton presidential presidential immunity? Like, what, what the fuck are you people talking about? It's the same stupid shit when they're blaming Biden for all these crimes that they can't prove and they don't have evidence of. And it's like, yeah, but in your world, the president of the United States and anyone who has ever held that office is immune from any kind of prosecution anywhere of any crimes that they'd ever commit. Doesn't that kind of, you know, make Joe Biden immune? Or Bill Clinton or Barack Obama or George W. Bush? Doesn't that make them immune based on your interpretation of what the law isn't? But again, if you stand around trying to fucking argue with him. It's a futile effort. That's why you just got to point it out. You got to point at him. You got to mock him. You got to mock him properly. You got to point out why you're mocking them. Make the point. Drive the narrative. And people will know. That's how it fucking works. That's how it works. Now, the media is starting to catch up. They still are terrible at this. Especially Morning Joe. And I don't know if it's like the late night producers. Because I know there's some producers that watch this show. Uh, you know, they're I, I think they're probably, they, they reluctantly. Because you're probably, shit, I got to watch Tony. I'm. What are you assigned to do this week? I got to watch fucking Tony. Next question. Oh my God. And they want me to watch him live. So I can't even like do it in fast speed. Of course, these motherfuckers can't really watch me in fast speed. Because there is no dead air. I'm not like some other host where I'm like, uh, hmm. so you guys tell me what you think. And then uh, I'll I'll tell you what I think to make you happy. Okay. <laughs> no, that ain't what we do here. That is not what we do here. But it is leaking through a little bit. I will tell you that the narrative is leaking through a little bit because they are fucking listening. And I, and I know it I know it, it seems like I'm patting myself on the back or I have too much confidence, but folks, just go watch the shit of what it was three months ago and what I was saying three months ago and what they're saying now. And I'm telling you, there's a correlation. I have showed you, I've showed you, a, and I don't really like to compare myself to him. It's the idea of how information and how narrative leaks. Right. And how it cascades out. Um, I've showed you videos of like Nick Fuentes. Most people don't even know who fucking Nick Fuentes was. I've been showing videos of Nick Fuentes for for years on this show. And a lot of people don't understand how his message cascades, but it cascades. That's how I that's how I kind of know what they're going to say before they fucking say it. Because I go watch that shit. I see what they're saying. I see what all those little fucking things are saying and it cascades out. And I know it's going to cascade eventually. The same way here, this little show, we say crazy shit. We talk about dildos and butt plugs and all kinds of crazy shit. And we talk about politics too. And how sometimes the left is dumb and stupid and the right is absolutely fucking lost their minds. And the fash has grabbed a hold of the right and really sucked the blood out of them. So much so that they're talking about blood poisoning, Hitler, Mein Kampf type shit. Just in English, not in German. They're saying it differently, you know. But that's how messaging works. That's how narrative works. That's how it works. And the right is really good at it. The right is really good at it. They know messaging cascades. 
The left doesn't understand that very well. They think they can make me and other folks like me get their messaging from up top, right? They think, oh, it's trickle-down messaging. <laughs> it's trickle-down messaging. They don't quite understand how populism takes hold. And there's good populism and bad populism. All these are ideas, by the way. It's called ideology. It's all part of ideology. And again, the media thinks that they can do trickle-down ideas, trickle-down messaging, trickle-down narrative. That's not how it works. It, it, it used to be how it works before, like, AM radio and fucking internet. Like, that used to be how it works because the only thing that they were listening to was those people. So you heard it and you knew it. But that ain't how it is. Now, the right has understood this for decades. It's the reason why they win messaging. It's the reason why over the weekend, every stupid motherfucker on the internet was typing in the name Bill Clinton. Every fucking one of them. It's the reason why. Okay? Because they can't defend that Donald Trump's on these flight logs. They can't defend that. Because if they defend it, they're admitting it. So they ignore, they ignore that fact. And they just go with the populist messaging that they want for their side. Now, again, to think that the only thing that people in this country care about is Bill Clinton going to Jeffrey Epstein's island when Bill Clinton is light years away from president, by the way, Based on our Constitution, Bill Clinton could never, never be our president again. I don't know if they know that either. I know they want a dictator. Like, they want one so fucking bad. Like, they can't stand it. They want a president who could just be president forever. If we could just have a name for it, like Dictator or something. But Bill Clinton can't be president again. He's not going to run for president again. Neither is Hillary, okay? I know you had this fucking wet dream where Hillary swoops in and takes over the nomination for Joe Biden and Donald Trump beats her and then hangs her at Gitmo or some weird shit. But she's not going to run for president, dude. She's not. And really, honestly, if there's evidence against Bill Clinton, I, I could give a fuck less if they put him in prison. Honestly, if he did what you're saying he did, they probably should. But the same goes for your dude. But again, this is all messaging and narrative. Okay. It's not reality. Right. And what matters, what really matters to right wingers is that they create an alternate reality that Americans can believe. Because you got the truth, right? You got the truth that they can believe. And then they need something else to choose options. They want options. They want options. They want democracy. <laughs> I want option. I want I want idea options, which we do. We have idea options. That's the point of liberty and freedom. You see? So we got options between IDs. Ideas. With a Z. <laughs> we got options. Because we have liberty and freedom. We get to we, we get to actually we get to actually 
to we we get to decide what our ideology is individually right because ideas are individual they're not always the same it's quite obvious especially here on the tony michaels podcast with the fuckum fam <laughs> listen they will never people who are really part of the fucking fam here they will never accuse us of being as a part of a cult right never fucking never and they will never accuse me of being a cult leader because anyone who's anyone who knows especially like on discord who thinks like i rain down on them and i'm the dictator and i'm the king you're wildly out of step but the reason why is because we welcome dissent. We welcome debate between ideas, right? But that's not what a lot of folks do in this country. That's what we really should get back to is a, is a dissent type discourse. But the problem is, is there's a lot of people in this country who won't agree on a certain set of facts. And the reason why is because just what I was saying, the facts don't, don't support their fucking bias. They don't just like on the left. Sometimes the facts don't support their bias. Like, uh, oh my God, I can't, I, I can't tell you how fucking tired I am. I am fucking sick and tired of hearing about how this conflict in Gaza is somehow an, an, a domestic American election problem. Shut the, sh- shut the fuck up. Number one. Stop, stop talking about it then. Shut the fuck up. Shut the, any, anyone out there giving you their fucking hot take on fucking Gaza and Israel and Hamas, giving you their hot take. I don't give a fuck who they're supporting, what their fucking slogan is. It has nothing. Let me, let me, let me tell you. It has nothing, nothing to do with domestic election policy politics right now in this year not a goddamn thing no boots on the ground we we are we we are we cannot we cannot take over the sovereign state of israel to unseat bb netanyahu we are not the ones responsible for going in and, and getting rid of hamas the the actual oppressors of the palestinians who have deluded them into believing that that a, a fascist theocracy will will take them to the homeland so they can exterminate Jewish people to take back their again that stupid little spot on earth. Listen, if you think that's good for domestic politics or talking about it at all, you're a dumb motherfucker. If you think that's going to help our side and talking about it, it's going to help the narrative in our side. Yeah, I know there's news. You got to report the news and blah, 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 blah. I get it. I get it. But I'm, I'm not here to really report every single piece of news to you. That's not what this is about. It's, this is about fucking our democracy. This is about our fucking con- our country. America first. I guess maybe you could consider me an isolationist during an election cycle. But let me tell you something. The majority of people who are going to vote in the 2024 election, almost none of them, almost none of them who are going to cast a ballot are casting a ballot based on what the fuck's happening in Ukraine, based on what the fuck's happening in Gaza. They're not. That's the fucking truth. And I don't give a fuck what polls say what where. It ain't going to happen. 
That's not how it works. It's never worked that way. It won't work that way. Now, I'm going to show you a couple of clips here of MSNBC. And they're contradictory. I'll agree. They're contradictory. Now, one is from the 11th hour. That was step with uh, with uh, uh, with uh, Stephanie. What's her name? <laughs> Fuck, I don't. I I don't watch that much. Um, it's John Fugel saying, um, saying shit I've been saying for three fucking years. Now, I, I think John's been saying it similarly too. I'm not. I'm not accusing John of not saying this, but the messaging is leaking. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, someone in the Discord says. Stephanie hot as shit rule. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree. I think, look, listen, I think, I, I think Stephanie rule is fucking a smoke show. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, she's beautiful. Hell, there's a lot of the women on Fox news that are smoke shows. They're beautiful. I mean, I'm not taking that into account of how I, you know, take what she says seriously. I, I mean, I, I do in some instances, but I, I don't <laughs> because she's on MSNBC. But let me show you here. This is a clip um, from Stephanie hot as shit. Um, as uh, Natty puts it over in uh, Zephy Z uh, puts it over in them um, in, <laughs> in discord. Um, this is John Fugel saying on Stephanie's show, the 11th hour, which used to be Brian Williams show, by the way. Um, and and this I think this is supposed to be like a round table of comedians. I think it's what it's supposed to be. I believe that's what it's supposed to be. And John here um, is a comedian. Now, he also does political commentary. That's the other thing that I think the left doesn't do wrong, but we don't do enough of is we let certain people commentate for the left when we should just have commentators like me. Just caught people who talk, talk shit, shit talkers. That's right. I'm the circus clown. Okay. The left needs more fucking circus clown to distract. You know what I mean? Okay. Here is uh, John, but listen to what he says uh, in this clip. In South Carolina, they tried to have a bill this year calling for the death penalty for abortion. We're so pro-life, we'll kill you. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> That's the- we're so pro-life that we'll kill you. Now, That's a pretty short clip, um, but it is leaking through. Now, the reason why John gets to be on MSNBC in this hour is because it is called the nightcap. It is the round table with a comedian, and he's he's able to say this on air on a cable TV show, right? Uh, Brenda says she stopped watching MSNBC. Yeah, I probably should, most of it. I mean, some people, some people still like a few of them. Like a Stephanie or, um, or um, I, I don't know, uh, 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 Joy Reid, Lawrence O'Donnell, some people like that. And Chris Hayes, he's kind of fucking boring. Rachel Maddow, it's got such a big contract, but she isn't on that much anymore from what I understand. So Ari Melber's pretty good at some of the legal commentary. He's pretty good at it. I'll admit, he's pretty straight down the line. He doesn't bullshit most people. Now, when you, when you ask, uh, them. Uh, someone asked, would I ever go on Bill Maher? Fuck yeah, I would. Oh yeah, I'd go on Bill Maher and eat his ass. Fuck yeah. I'd tell Bill how he's changed. I've watched, I've watched, I, listen, I've watched Bill Maher since I was probably, let's see, when was Politically Incorrect um, first aired? 
because it first aired on Comedy Central and then they moved it to NBC. Um, let me see uh, when it was. So the and he got kicked off the air because uh, 1993. So I was probably watching Bill Maher politically incorrect in 1996, 97 uh, when I was just a young wee little man. And I would tell Bill how he's fucking changed. Now, he doesn't think he has, but would. What, 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 what's this? <laughs> um, what, what, what's the Texas Paul thing? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone keeps asking about Texas Paul. What do you mean what happened to him? I don't know. Was he not on today? I have no idea. What happened with Texas Paul? What happened with Texas Paul? What, what, what did he say something? What happened? What happened? What happened? Uh, Amanda says Texas Paul is dedicating time to his own show. I mean, I guess so. What, what's what's wrong? What's wrong? What what's going on? What what in the universe is tearing you apart that that has to be done today? Um, someone says tear him a new asshole, Tony. I don't, I don't know if you mean Texas Paul or if you mean politically incorrect Bill Maher. But I've been watching Bill Maher. But yes, I would go. I would go on Bill Maher's show. I would go on Bill Maher's show. So I, I guess I guess because Texas Paul is still live. Texas Paul is still live. And so people are concerned. I don't know. You can go watch Texas Paul. You can watch me, which I mean, it doesn't make me. Texas Paul story, please. What I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, <laughs> I guess maybe I should I should ask Texas Paul. <laughs> Is Texas Ball talking about me over on his show? Maybe he did. Maybe he is. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, it'd be funny. <clears throat> oh, and Big Steph fan says, uh, is, is it because Texas Ball is competing with you? Right? I mean, not competing. I mean, Hal's on too, isn't he? I mean, there's a lot of shows on right now. There's a lot of shows on right now. I'm not going to change my time. Fuck that shit. This is my time. I've been doing this time forever. So. Anyways, oh, Texas Paul getting right into the Gaza stuff. <laughs> yeah, Texas Paul talks a lot about Gaza. He talks a lot about Gaza. He talks about a lot of he talks about a lot of stuff on his social media and his channel that ain't got to do with shit that is going to be a factor in this election. I mean, if you want to know, if you want it, if you want the honest truth from me about that, yeah, sure. That that's. It's what's happening. Eye off the ball. Eye off the ball. Um, Coco says, Tony would kill on Bill. I would kill on Bill Maher. He would never have me on, probably. Yeah, they would never have me on. I mean, maybe. Maybe possibly. They might not be able to ignore me, would be the actual proper way of putting it. Uh, but anyways, what were we talking about? Fuck, you got me off all tra on track now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Big Steph fan says uh, that's more with what Hal Sparks does with the foreign stuff than Tony does. I don't do foreign narratives. I don't do foreign narratives. And there's a reason for the show. That's the reason why I tell you that you won't find a show like this anywhere on the left. You won't find a show like this anywhere on the left. You won't. 
I mean, you should go tell your fucking family, your friends, everyone on social media that you're not going to find a show like this on the left. Because I don't do that type of shit. That's why I say a lot of people think me and Hal are similar. And I'm not knocking Hal. I'm just, his show is different. It's about different stuff. My show is about the domestic political narrative and winning fucking elections against fascism. This machine kills fascist and you are the ones who power this machine you are the ones who power this machine against fascism you the audience and i know and i know it's a long hard slog like um here in a couple weeks it'll be three years that i've been doing this three years that i've been doing a show not a couple months not three times a week or twice a week or what I do a podcast once a week. Oh, good for you. Good for you. How's your sponsors doing? That's not what this show is about. The show is about driving a political domestic narrative that will beat the fash. That'll get them to crawl back underneath their fucking rocks because I've seen it coming for a long time. And I've said it over and 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 over again. And I'll keep saying it because I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up on my country. I'm not going to give up on the American people. I'm not going to give up on you. And I'm definitely sure as hell not going to give up on the Constitution and our fuck and, and our fucking democracy. Not going to do it. And I'm not going to sell. Sell out to do it. Won't happen. You're not going to get me to do it. Now, I got to make a living, right? Like, <laughs> if I don't make a living, uh, then uh, we don't get to do this. We don't get to do this. And that's where, I mean, that's where you guys come in to view it every single day, to share it. A lot of you guys are Patreon members. And I, and I got I to gotta thank everyone because... Um, we, we, we've had over 200 paid Patreon members for a long time, which isn't a lot, but all of a sudden we've had almost 500 people who are following on Patreon, which is really cool. And it's free to follow me on Patreon. And I noticed a lot of people went from like the $5 category to free, but a lot of people have joined too. So I'm not really in particular worried about, you know, the ebb and the flow of it because that's how it happens. But your support means more than anything in this effort, in this year, now that we're in 2024. And we're so close to the election cycle actually kicking off. Because that, that's the other thing that a lot of commentators really don't fucking know and don't understand. They don't get primaries. They don't understand that there's two different elections. That's why the 14th Amendment shit is getting all confused. People get wildly out of step. The media is starting to finally realize that the 14th Amendment stuff really isn't going to fucking happen. I mean, even the commentators on the MSNBC I'm starting them. Uh, Best says I can join Patreon for free. Yeah, you can join. You can, you can follow me over there on Patreon for free. Just go to thetonymichaels.com, hit the Patreon, and you can follow for free. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people have done a yearly, a, a yearly uh, amount because you get ten percent off if you, if you buy yearly, and and it helps keep my microphone on because this is what I do for a living now. This is what I do, and no, it's not as lucrative as other things I've done in my life. 
but I think it's more important than anything I've ever done. Ever. And I'll ever do. And honestly, I want it to be my legacy. That I used what I have best to try to make my country better for everyone here. Everyone. I don't give a fuck what color, race, creed, where you come from, whether you're here, documented or undocumented, male, female. I don't I don't give a shit. If you're here, you're here. And that's what I want. That's what I want. So if you're supporting me, if you're supporting me um, here at the show, whether you're watching, you're sharing the link, uh, you're helping me because I'm throttled on Twitter because <laughs> I didn't buy a blue check mark. You buy merch, you contribute to the swear jar, or you buy shots, or you're a Patreon member. Thank you so much because you really do. You really do keep this microphone powered on against fascism. It is you. I don't have big sponsors here. I mean, I've looked for them. We've tried. But I've never fit their mold. And the reason why I don't fit their mold is because I'm not here to sell anything but democracy. I'm not here to bullshit you. I'm not here to tell you the shit you want to hear so you'll stick around for the ad. You know what I mean? I mean, I have the stupid fucking AI pizza commercial and Gabe Sanchez <laughs> parody commercials. That's our commercials. They're not even real. <laughs> They're fucking fake. That's probably the most lying I do to you is in the commercials that we play because I don't actually have sponsors because none of them will sponsor me because of the shit I say and how I say it. And I know that sounds crazy because you're like, but Tony... There's plenty of people that say the crazy shit you say. Yeah, but they're not looking through the lens that I'm looking through. Like I said, how many times do you hear me say the current president of the United States name on a daily basis? How much do I time do I spend bragging about how great he is? Because I know that's not going to win the narrative, folks. I don't know if you notice this, but the economy is roaring. But the American people don't believe it. Do you know how hard it is to convince people that that one person is is responsible for everything? It's really fucking hard, especially in this day and age, because people just don't believe that bullshit. The American people are responsible for the economy, folks. Do you know how many fucking you know how many fucking pe union members this year renegotiated their labor contracts? Do you know how significant that is? Do you know how scared corporations are? Of labor and unions and people saying, no, you're going to fucking pay us. Do you know how terrified they are? That is the American economy, not Joe Biden, not Donald Trump, not the, whoever the fucking president of the United States is, not whoever is the Fed chairman. Yeah, they have control. They have power. There's certain things they can do. And if they're derelict in their duty, it can all go to shit. Listen. It is us. The power of us, we, the people. 
We need to have that messaging more. Everyone is so scared of a populist message because they think that it snowballs into something like MAGA, but it doesn't have to. An ideology does not have to to, to build around an occult personality. It doesn't. I know a lot of things that I see on this show seem like crazy and backwards and they just don't fucking hardly compute with what you're reading on social media or what you're hearing from the Democrats or, the, or, or, or influencers or people who have two or three million subscribers on their YouTube channels. Well, there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. It's because it's not very uh, marketable. (laughs) The what I say and how I say it isn't very marketable. For me to sit here and say, oh, well, Joe Biden ain't our savior. That's not very marketable for the Democrats, for the establishment. Isn't very marketable for the people who want to try to sell. To sell. One candidate. A one idea, right? I don't know what Christopher says here, but it looks like it's important. It says, that's vague. Tony, an effective president, is that because of the team he or she has the decision, process, values, goals they have? Fail to realize great leaders have great teams. Exactly. Exactly. That's the, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what, Christopher? We are their team in democracy. President of the United States can be the best president ever in the history of ever, ever. And if they don't team up with the American people, the American people can dump them. That's the entire fucking point. It's the whole fucking point. The whole point. <laughs> we get to dissent. Even if you're doing good, we get to dissent. And the more we stand around trying to figure out why people aren't uh, giving Joe Biden credit, the longer we're going to lose. Okay? It's just going to happen that way. And the more you listen to the polls and the more you get worried that people are going to blame Joe Biden for the good economy. (laughs) What? We have to give them a reason to go vote against something. I know. That sounds negative as hell, right? Oh, man, that sounds really bad, Tony. Do we really want to have that kind of a negative message? How do you think people get elected? (laughs) How do you think this works, man? (laughs) That's exactly how it works. Exactly how it works. And honestly, Joe Biden having a good team is good for us. So now we know we know the guy puts his fucking shoes on. He gets up in the morning, he does his fucking job, and he's got a great team around him. So what the fuck are you worried about that shit for? Stop. Stop building your narrative around shit you shouldn't be worried about. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. 
well, we should worry about Donald Trump, so we should consume every single video that is against Donald Trump. Stop that shit, too. You're getting down rabbit holes and losing the fucking focus on what is going to happen in 2024. Again, Grandpa Hitler is going to take away your rights like he already did with Roe v. Wade. He's taking credit for it. Focus. 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 And every single issue in this country can be tied to that. Every fucking one of them. You don't need to be distracted by any kind of noise. Let me show you. Let's see here. Oh, here we go. Here you go. Ah, that's too. That's too overt. We'll uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll move on past that. Here, here, here's a better one. Here's a better one. <laughs> here's Cudlow on Fox Business. You know what? <clears throat> I'm beginning to think, and watching this clip, I'm beginning to think that Fox Business sh- that's a worse moniker than Fox News. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, Fox News is bad. Like, it's not it's not news at all. They don't know shit about the news. But Fox Business, I'm beginning to think it's even worse. Listen to this shit. I want to go into uh, one of my favorite topics, Bidenomics. While it's perfectly true that the third quarter recent months, at least in terms of GDP, was a stronger economy than expected, okay? It's also true that inflation rates have come down. (laughs) Undeniable. But we really want a dictator. We want to taste his dick is what we want. We want a dick taster. Do we taste his dick or does he taste our dick? I'm not really sure. How does the dick tasting thing work? They really want a dictator. They're salivating for it. They have been for a long time. Don't be mad at me. This is what they want. This is the reality that they live in. Here, I'll show it to you again. Listen to what he says. He loves the topic of what? What was it? I want to go into uh, one of my favorite topics, Bidenomics. While it's perfectly true that the third quarter recent months, at least in terms of GDP, was a stronger economy than expected. Okay, it's also true that inflation rates have come down. Undeniably true. Oh, okay. So I could do the whole fucking left wing thing and be like, yeah, but here's what you're missing about Biden and Joe Biden, how good he's doing. And and here, let, let's have a discussion about, let's fight about Joe Biden. That's the dumbest shit ever. Did you see, do you see the difference between the first time that I did it and the second time? What was the difference? What was the difference? What was it? What was the difference? Here's the difference. I said, but we want a dictator. That turned the conversation. Do you see? Do you see the narrative? Do you see how it, do you see how it drives? Like Cudlow admitted that the fucking economy is good. But, but what? Are you going to argue with these fucking idiots about Biden and the economy? And trying to convince them that they should vote for Biden because it's a great economy? Or, or are you going to drive the narrative home? That economy is good, but you still want a dictator. It's weird stuff. You're admitting that you want to. Uh, you're admitting you say you want a good economy. Economy is good, but you want a dictator. Why do you want that? That's the difference. There's one clip. All right, let's do this again. Uh, let me show it to you again. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Here. 
I know it seems like we're in class here. Uh, let's see. What's a good one here? Let me find a good clip here. That I was going to talk about. <laughs> I got to show you this one. It's hilarious. Um, here you go. Here you go. Here, here's one. Uh, Chris Christie this morning. Oh, morning, Joe. Huh. If you need to know where morning Joe's at, here's where you know where they're at. Chris Christie's on there because he's anti-Trump, Tony. He says anti-Trump stuff. Just, just listen to him. He says anti-Trump stuff. Okay, well, let's listen. Governor Christie, good to see you. I just want to follow up on something you just said a moment ago. Uh, you know, certainly you're resisting calls to drop off pre-New Hampshire, drop out pre-New Hampshire. You've made that case very clear. But you just said that you plan to stay in, you know, through potentially the Trump legal process, which we don't know when it could occur, but it certainly wouldn't be before March, April and beyond. So do you see yourself riding this all the way to the convention, even if, uh, you know, you, you have struggled to attract delegates at that point? Well, look, John, I think we're going to make that evaluation as we go along. But uh, at some point, um, as this stuff starts to fall apart, the Republican voters are going to need an alternative who has made this made it very clear that they're against Donald Trump and that they predicted this was going to happen all along. And I've been saying it ever since I got into the race, unlike anybody else in the race. And so, you know, this is never going to be easy. When I got into the race, I said everybody is an underdog. And that's why this kind of sophistry about who should get out of the race is kind of ridiculous. I mean, in the end, everyone is a long shot in this race, but Donald Trump on the Republican. Everyone is a long shot in this race, but Donald Trump, because Chris Christie fucking knows that it's a cult. He knows the end result. He knows, he knows Chris Christie's main goal is to save the Republican party. P period. Period. Listen to what he says. Listen, if you don't fucking believe me that he's not here, he is not fucking here to save our country. If you fucking think that Chris Christie is running to save our democracy, save our country, you are fucking wrong. You're wrong. Listen to the to the slip that he has here. Listen. Republican side, if you believe the polling. And so the question is, who's standing on principle? Who's going to do what's right for the part? I've who's going to do what's right for the what? For the what? For the what? The country? Is that what you meant, Chris Christie? Because it sounded like you're going to say something else. Let's let's listen. Republican side, if you believe the polling. Yeah. And so the question is, who's standing on principle? Who's going to do what's right for the part? Who's going to do what's right for the party? He said what he fucking he said what he's in it for, folks. Same reason why Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, Paul Ryan, they're not in it to help us with democracy. They want to save their party, not democracy. Get it fucking straight. Okay? Get it fucking straight. Until you come to that reality, you're going to be wrong every fucking time. Same reason why you're going to be wrong about the 14th. You're going to be wrong about this. You're going to be wrong about that. You're not down to fucking reality. What reality is. And the reality is Chris Christie's trying to sell you that he's doing it for democracy, but really he's doing it for his party. Listen, listen to how he, how he's, well, let's back it up just a bit. Watch how he flips on it. Watch the polling. And so the question is who's standing on principle? Who's going to do what's right for the party? I view this as a fight for not only the soul of my party, but for the soul of our country. Oh, 
Who the fuck on uh, who the fuck who has a show two hours a day, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, has been saying for years, it's 2023, almost years. It, we're going to, I don't know if you know this, but we are, <laughs> we are three years. Or, excuse me, 2024. Holy shit. <laughs> it's January 3rd, 2024. We are just three days away from three years of January 6th. I've been bashing on Liz Cheney for two and a half years. Two and a half. I've been saying she's only in it for her party. I mean, I'm not going to stop her. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to stop her from doing her parallel fight with Donald Trump with us, but get it straight. Her fight is not, is not the means to our ends folks. It's not. Let me let me show you another fucking Who's example. Do what's right for the part. Let me show you another fucking example here. Um, over the weekend that I saw a clip of Paul Ryan. And I know, I know, I know it's kind of weird that I'd sit here and pay. Um, there's that that clip, but I there's a longer clip, I thought of uh, Paul Ryan that I really want to play here. Hang on. Let me find it. And then we'll get to the green day stuff. I got to show you this green day stuff. It's hilarious. Maybe I'll show you the, um, the Ninja turtle thing. And then also, um, where in the fuck is it? And then also the, um, what, what else was there? Green Day, the Ninja Turtle, something else, something else I was going to show you. <laughs> Look, it's Raph. Yeah, a little too Raph. You can- <laughs> a little too Raph. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I was I was I was going to show you um, maybe some Epstein stuff um, that these idiots are saying that, that, that there's white Christian nationalism. I want to show that, too. Um, here we go. Here, here, here. Well, here's one of the Paul Ryan clips. Let's watch this one. It's only 15 seconds. Let's listen to this. You know, the party seems to be in a different place than when you got into it. And uh, why is that? What's going to happen? What the hell is wrong with the Republican Party in the U.S. and, uh, and perhaps politics more broadly? How much time do you have? What's the, uh, well, I'll give you a two-word answer. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Oh, hey, Donald Trump is the problem with our party. He's the problem. Oh, really? Really, you fucking shitbox. Guess who made Donald Trump? Guess who made them? Now, uh, Republicans accountability, actually accountable GOP, whatever the hell they call themselves, um, put out these clips. And I know that they're doing this to try to support, um, you know, the idea that Paul Ryan's going to be welcome into the pro-democracy fold. Well, he shouldn't be. He fucking shouldn't be. Fuck Paul Ryan. Fuck that asshole. Right here is the clip that I was going to show you earlier. This is why you should say fuck Paul Ryan. We have populism that has pervaded our party, that has taken over um, a big chunk, not all, but a big chunk of our party. It's what you think of as the Republican Party now. It's populism untethered to principle, wrapped around the cult of personality of Donald Trump. Mm. This is not a populism that is that is anchored in some kind of core philosophy other than, you know, his personality. Mm. And so that's that's a bad place to be right now. It's not a successful governing mandate. If it's what we run on this time around, I think we're going to lose again. Uh, so to me, the, the sooner we can get past this, the better we're going to be. 
Yeah, you hear that? We, we, he says we, he doesn't mean America. He doesn't mean Americans. He's saying that this, these ideas are dangerous, but he's not talking about Americans. He's talking about his party. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's a cult. I don't give a fuck who the cult leader is. They are party first and only first. We, this we shit, we, 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 uh, listen. And I'm all for populism. I want to make, you know, my ideas popular, but I want them to be tied to a principle. I want them to solve problems sure. and not to be wrapped around some guy's personality, which is screwed up as, as his is. It's not a good personality to wrap yourselves around. Right. <laughs> Where were you in 2016, bitch? Where were you when you were cheering with him? To kill Americans' health care, to take away Americans' health care and their fucking their access to health care, Paul Ryan. Where the fuck were you when we needed you? Huh? Oh, that's right. When you're saying we, you don't mean us. The people. The American people. This is why I keep telling you, I keep telling I and I, I'm gonna say it, and it's gonna piss some of you off, because a lot of you got pissed off when I brought up the Michael Cohen story last week. As if it was my fucking fault. You guys are pissed off at me that Michael Cohen made a mistake. And oh, by the way, I, 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 I want to clarify something. Michael Cohen absolutely knew that was AI. 100% knew it was AI. You got to sign up for that AI. You got to sign up for it. And it's got disclaimers all over it. That it's, that it, it, that it's AI. And I'm going to say it. If you're pulling on someone like Adam Kinzinger to fucking make a point against Donald Trump. What the, f who gives a fuck if Adam Kinsinger says that Trump smells? Who gives a fuck? Everyone could say that. You could look at, you could look at just videos of him and know that he fucking smells. You telling me that Adam Kinsinger is the only one that can answer the question, whether Trump smells weird or not? Get the fuck out of here. This is the dumbest shit ever. I will never Quote me on this. I will never, ever, ever act like this motherfucker right here. Because I know who this motherfucker is. I've watched him come up through the ranks. I watched him reluctantly become speaker that ruined his fucking career. I watched that motherfucker just act like Donald Trump was going to be a stupid wet pen for his stupid fucking agenda. That's what, that's what he's truly mad about. This guy is truly mad that he didn't get what he wanted, which was to get Trump to do whatever the fuck he wanted. He ain't got, he ain't got, he ain't on our side. He ain't on democracy side, folks. Neither is Liz Cheney. Neither is Adam Kinzinger, who's trying to revive the Republican Party in every single fucking interview. Why in the fuck would I have on anyone Unless I wanted to dunk on them hard, which I probably would. I'd have Adam Kinzinger on. He wouldn't like it. He wouldn't be on my show, probably. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be on my show. Because they know. They know what the end result would be. I would not go easy on them like the rest of the fucking media are people pretending to be the media. Are trying to copy to be the media. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> it's it's fucking weird and it's gross.
It's gross. Adam Kinzer going around a media tour about how he wants to revive the Republican Party. And then he shows up on pro-democracy media as if he's part of the pro-democracy coalition by reviving a party who have, who have welcomed in the fucking Nazis. That's right. Adam Kinzinger, Paul Ryan, Liz Cheney, Kevin McCarthy, all of them welcome in the fucking Nazis, the fascist. And they knew it. They fucking knew it. They fucking knew it. Listen. So McCarthy uh, uh, basically takes the conversation and turns it to what is happening in the United States. He uh, begins by saying, I'll guarantee you that's what it is. The Russians hacked the DNC and got the op research that they had on Trump. And then McCarthy laughs. McCarthy then adds, there's two people I think Putin pays, Rohrbacher and Trump. They knew it the whole time, man. They knew it the entire fucking time. It's not hard to understand these things. You can ignore them. Like, you can ignore the fact of who fucking Adam Kinzinger and Paul Ryan is. You can ignore those facts just to get a, a, a fancy little fucking hashtag going. And I'm, I'm going to agree the hashtag Trump smells is a good one. Like, it pisses him off. It pisses my guy off. Like, it's a good one. But you don't you don't have to you don't have to fucking degrade yourself. By having someone who's trying to revive the Republican Party, damn our democracy to do it because this is what they truly want let me show you what they fucking want you want to see what they want here's what they want my goal is to be faithful before god each day with each opportunity that comes in place and i want to encourage people to run for office local office holders yeah. those are very important and well, we're seeing that with school board races yes, all across this country how we are turning public education, mm -hmm. um, because parents are running for those school boards. School teams. board, county board, sheriff, mayor, all very important positions. And, um, you know, we need people that fear God, that believe they can't hide from God, and ultimately they're going to give account to God. Those are the best people to hold positions, whether right. it's local or in the federal government. They want a – they want – a fascist theocracy. It's what they want. They're salivating for it. Salivating. Folks, keep your eye on the ball here. I'm, I'm going to show you some more here. Hang on. <laughs> Don't touch that dial because I'm about to show you some more fucking crazy shit that they've said. Yeah, I'll show you that, that God email here in a second because that's a good laugh. <laughs> You know the you know the God email lady? Oh, it's a great laugh. It's a great laugh. But I want to show you, I want to show you this Christian nationalism, how it's leaking through. What you just saw, that's what they really want is the Christian nationalism. And it's leaking through. And it's really leaking through um through this idea that we don't want to have separation between church and state. 
is where it's really starting to, you know, come apart. And here's Bill Cook, some kind of fucking crazy white Christian nationalist. Listen to him. Listen to him here. Listen to him say what she was saying. Listen. But listen to him talk about the fundamental value of separation between church and state that we have in this country for liberty, for people to choose their religion or choose not to have it. Listen to what he says backwards about it. The idea that, that there's separation of church and state, the way that it's been been manipulated by leaders in our government is absurd. It's absurd. It is a fraud. And it is tyranny. It absolutely is. And it's is. Time, that every, time that every person, every pastor who loves liberty, who loves religious freedom, stands up and says, no, we aren't doing it anymore. We're not, we're not playing this game of separation of church and state anymore. It- they want a fascist theocracy. They're saying it out loud. Listen to them. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. This is the danger. This is the danger. These theocratic fascists. These white Christian nationalists. These fucking nincompoop Nazis. Own. Lock. Stock. Barrel. The Republican Party. They control the power apparatus. They control the fucking money apparatus. They control it all. It's theirs. The Republican Party is now the nincompoop American Nazi Party. Okay? You can't go back. You can't un-Nazi yourself. That is not how it works. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if someone started a nationalist socialist party in Germany today? Like, no, 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 no. We're not going to be like the other Nazis. Okay. It's not like the little mustache guy, not tight Nazis. Okay. We're rebranding is what we're doing. See, we're not, it's a, it's a new Nazi party. Today is the new Nazi party. So imagine that in Germany, right? Probably wouldn't fucking fly. I don't know if people would believe that shit. You know what I mean? You don't get the stench of Nazi off you. Uh, Skip in Discord says they just did that with the AFD. Yeah, but they're Nazis. They're fucking not. You don't get the stench of Nazi off you. Like neo-Nazis in this country have rebranded and rebranded and rebranded and rebranded. And now they're in bed with the Christian nationalists and they're white Christian nationalists in this country. And they're fucking Nazis. The Nazi agenda is the Republican agenda. The Republican agenda is the Nazi agenda. Okay. They're one and the same. And it doesn't matter what Paul Ryan says, what Adam Kinzinger says, what Liz Cheney says, what Chris Christie says, what fucking Nikki Haley says. It doesn't matter you don't wash the stench of nazi off of you it doesn't happen that way and what they want is a theocratic fascist nation if we value liberty we have to we have to fight and oh we have God. to stand against this absurdity except this absurdity called separation of church and state we may not like it it may go contrary to our flesh and nature but we have to do it it's what god says to do Jesus sent his disciples into the world to preach the gospel of the kingdom, his kingdom. And we're called to obey him in whatever we do. So I can't imagine there's a government on earth that's contrary to the kingdom of God. Well, if it is, it's not not a government. 
So no, it's not. It's not a government. Oh, oh, it's not a government. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? Do you fucking hear it now? I know. I know you're like, Tony, this is some wild shit on some wild, stupid show that no one's ever heard about. Who are these fucking chuckle fucks? Who are these shit eaters? No one's listening to them at all. There's no way that this could be dangerous at all. Like, I don't know, like maybe like, I don't know, like, like someone who thinks they're running for president of Iowa could say it. I don't know. Maybe. I have rendered very sharp uh, contrast between uh, Donald Trump and myself with respect to policy. Um, for example, he's running on a lot of the things he promised to do in 2016 and didn't deliver on. He said he was going to build a wall and have Mexico pay for it. Didn't do it. He Wait said that it. he was going to drain the swamp. Didn't do it. He said he was going to eliminate the debt. And yet he added $7.8 trillion to the debt. So those were not things that he, he dealt with um, effectively. The Democrats seemed to beat him on the budget. The Democrats beat him by denying the border wall. Uh, and that's not going to happen with me. Um, I'm going to get all these things done. If you look in Florida, uh, not only did we not add to our state's debt, I paid down 25 percent of our state's debt uh, just since 2019. We cut taxes every year. We banned sanctuary cities. We even helped transport illegal aliens to sanctuary jurisdictions like Martha's Vineyard, which really helped change the dynamic on that whole issue. Uh, so on issue after issue, We've actually delivered Wait and I've it. delivered on 100 percent of my promises. You know, Donald Trump was not able to do that. Uh, but I also don't like the way he gets involved in some of the, the pettiness that he does. That's just not how I roll. Uh, you know, we all we look higher. Uh, we set a good example. Uh, but we're tough when it comes to contrasting on issues, judgment and results. I have the results. I'm right on the issues um, and I'd be the better choice for president. All right. Yay, yay, he's going against Donald Trump. Yay. Ron DeSantis is, oh, yay. Yay. He's against Donald Trump, so we should be for him, right? That's what we should do. We should be for him. Just like Chris Christie's against Donald Trump. Liz Cheney is against Donald Trump, right? We should be for Ron DeSantis, right? Isn't that what we should do? I don't know. I thought I thought that's what you wanted. Didn't you want? Didn't you want to be four people who were against Donald Trump, who were anti-Donald Trump? That's what you wanted, right? I'll give you a two-word answer, Donald Trump. That's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. Let's listen to what he has to say, though, about separation of church and state. Let's let's hear about the the part about the theocratic fascism, though. How does faith guide you and give people an example of where you relied on that and made a decision as governor because of that? But then the other side of that from these folks is how do you make sure that there exists a separation between church and state, essentially? Well, uh, faith in God is just, uh, you know, who I am and, and, and my faith is my foundation. It's, it's how I am able to uh, deal with issues. Uh, when the seas are choppy, when people are gunning for you, uh, you know, I put on that full armor of God and that allows me uh, to have the strength to be able to lead. Uh, we saw this when my my wife uh, got diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, OK, here's how they do it. Here's how they, do it. they play to your emotions. Remember, he's anti-Trump. So you're like, yay, Ron DeSantis is now anti-Trump. Yay. And then he plays your emotions with the cancer thing. Now watch. Major thing. I mean, our kids were four. A three and one at the time. 
And we didn't know, you know, what was going to happen. We The prayers we got from people, not through just in Florida, but throughout the country, uh, lifted her spirits. It lifted our family spirits in a way that was really powerful. Uh, and I'm a firsthand believer in the power of prayer. And as governor, uh, I think I would not have been able to stand strong mm-hmm. um, during COVID, during some of the fights we had where we beat Disney on the the transgender ideology, keeping that out of the schools and the elementary schools, uh, because you got a lot of people that gun for you. Uh, and so I think having that 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 faith, uh, the faith in God really gives you the foundation uh, where you're standing strong for what's right. Now, in terms of how that re- relates beyond that, I mean, we're a diverse country. I mean, I've gone to just in Iowa, I've gone to a number of different denominations and they all have, you know, great traditions. And, and that's government needs to be neutral amongst that. I mean, you know, oh, government needs to be neutral amongst the Christian denominations. I don't know if you're picking up or smelling what he's stepping in, but it is fucking white Christian nationalism. When you sit and you say, oh, there's a great diversity of religions in our in our country, and there should be. There should be plenty of denominations. There should be Baptist and Lutherans and 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 Baptist, Methodist, maybe. Those who would give up their lives for Jesus. Um, maybe, maybe, may, maybe uh, non-denominal. I mean, there could be that too. Those, that array of denominations, oh my God, the diversity of Christian denominations out there, that's the diversity that we are going to have. Because he just got done telling you that he won with Disney, which he didn't win with Disney. He just passed laws to try to fucking take away parents' rights from trans, uh, that have trans children. He literally stripped away rights from people in Florida that had trans and, and the LGBTQ children. And he's trying to ostracize and, and eradicate people from his state that are LGBTQ. Believe him when he says it, all right? And he's saying the same shit that the weirdo, that weirdo I just showed you, who you're like, who is this, Tony? Who gives a fuck what this guy says about the separation between church and state? What does it matter? What does it matter? What does it matter? Get on with the Trump motions in court, Tony. Tell us what the Trump motions are in court so I can have my wankasm. Tell us about the true social post that Trump posted. Listen, folks, this motherfucking election isn't about Trump. It's about us fucking beating the fascist. And he's the cult leader of them. Yes. So, yeah, he's kind of like the fucking main target most of the time. But we have to beat them with fucking narrative. Narrative, narrative, narrative. Not some fucking video about some fucking post he made or some fucking motion that he filed in court. Pluck your head out of your ass. Pay attention to the problem. And let's fix that fucking problem. And let me tell you something, the message that he wants to be a fucking dictator and he's going to take away your fucking rights and they're going to do it through white Christian nationalism is no better messaging. It won't it will win. This is this fundamentally what he's saying in this clip is un-American. I don't give a fuck who you're talking to. You can stand around all day long and try to convince some motherfucker that three dollar gas is because of Biden. And you will argue and argue and argue and argue and argue. And they will never fucking admit it. But you show them 
what the fucking Republican Party has become. And I guarantee you, they're like, whoa, 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 what? They want to do what? You know, there's not going to be an established denomination versus others. But we are a country that is based on the idea that our rights come from God, not from the government. That's in the Declaration of Independence. And you absolutely have a right uh, to not just go to church on Sunday and practice your faith there, but to live your faith uh, in what you do uh, in your daily lives. We're going to make sure that we restore religious liberty in this country, because when you have situations where a football coach like Coach Kennedy is losing his job in Washington State because he led a voluntary prayer at midfield after a high school game, uh, he has to go all the way to the Supreme Court. That is not what our founding fathers intended. They in, they absolutely intended uh, that your faith would be an important part of who you are and that you have a right as a free citizen uh, to live that out to the fullest. No matter what your denomination, as long as it's Christian and as long as you follow our rules. Listen to me when I'm telling you this. Stop watching fucking videos about the fucking Trump motions. Who gives a rat's ass? That trial is going to be delayed. Going to be delayed, hopefully, that the fucking D.C. trial is scheduled sometime in August, September. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping Judge Chuckin punts it to about August 25th, September 2nd, something like that. Right? That's when I want that trial to happen. That's when I want that trial to happen. Because he's going to be saying all kinds of dictator type shit. Dictator this, dictator that, Hitler this, Hitler that. Grandpa Hitler won't be able to stop talking about Mein Kampf in August, September when he's going on trial for trying to overthrow our government like Hitler did his. Get with it. Know it. Know what is at stake. Know the message that we have to drive from now until then. From now until then, we don't have that much time, by the way. We are in 2024. It's January 3rd. We only got a limited amount of time to drive this message and make sure that it gets embedded inside the Americans' brains. Because, again, if you're standing around trying to argue that Bidenomics is good for gas prices... You're, you're you're fucking you're just wasting your breath. Show them this. And, and that's government needs to be neutral amongst that. I mean, you know, there's not going to be a, an established denomination versus. Oh, there's not going to be established denomination, established religion, though. They want a theocracy. They want a theocracy. It's fundamentally un-American. They know it. We know it. So get with it. Start the messaging. Start the narrative. Work your way in any situation, in any situation, in any conversation to that. Yes, they're going to use white Christian nationalism to make Trump the dictator to take away your rights like they did Roe v. Wade. Period. Period. And Republicans really understand this shit. Like, they get this simple messaging. Um, you remember, I'm going to show you a clip here of uh, Comer Pyle. And not because <laughs> I want to show you Comer Pyle. <laughs> not because 
I, I want to make a point here about messaging and narrative and how I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, you remember uh, back before Thanksgiving, remember they were trying to keep the government open, closed, and I said they're probably going to, once they got Johnson on board, which surprised me, I actually didn't think they were going to elect John. I was totally wrong about that. I'm excited that he's, that that um, 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 uh, Micro Johnson is the, the wiener of the house. I'm excited about that. I know most people aren't, but I'm excited about that because he's only going to show his true colors. That's great. He's a white Christian nationalist. He's down to like two. Isn't he down to two votes? There's another Republican who dropped out. I mean, shit, by this time, by the time we get rid of uh, criminal Republicans because of federal indictments uh, in the House by the summer, I'm sure Hakeem Jeffries will be the fucking Speaker of the House anyways, right? He, he, might, he might be. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to predict that right now, but I'm saying there is a chance this year that Hakeem Jeffries becomes the speaker before the election. And proves the American people who the who the fuck actually gets shit done with their with their fucking votes, because the votes that they make on the House floor are our fucking votes. But you remember when Mike Johnson, I was wrong about it. Mike Johnson became the speaker of the House, right? Right. He became the speaker of the House. And then and then. He decided to keep the government open, even though the last speaker got kicked out because he kept the government open. He kept the government open. And I said it was because Mike Johnson convinced Donald Trump. This is the truth. This is what actually probably fucking happened. I mean, I know I'm, you know, postulating here, but can't you hear this conversation? Look, Mike, I just want to shut the government down. They're after me. They're going to put me in jail. I committed high crimes and misdemeanors. It's a real thing. I tried to steal documents. I tried to overthrow the government. I mean, you were there. You tried to help. You know, you know this, you know this. And Mike Johnson's like, yeah, but we really got to, we really got to kick this past. I just, you got to kick this past the holidays so no one's talking about how we shut down the government because we don't want to be blamed for it. Let's do it in January. Let's just do it in January. And I said that's what they were going to do. They were going to punt it to January, and then we're going to have this big fucking, is the government going to be open fighting January? Here we are, by the way. I was correct. But listen, this is how narrative works. This is how national messaging works. The Republicans understand this. Even a dumb dumb like Comer Pyle understands this. Why most of the left doesn't get this, I have no idea. I'm going to keep pounding it in your brains until they do get it. Um, but I said, remember when I said Republicans kept the government open so that people wouldn't talk about it, how it was closed during the holidays? This is how their brain works. Well, here's, here's Comer Pyle. Of course, he's lying. He's full of shit here. But listen to what he says around the world. That's a basic question. Every American family asked around the dinner table, both uh, during Thanksgiving and Christmas break. What exactly did the Bidens do to receive this money? And why won't Joe Biden be honest about his involvement and knowledge in his family's shady business scheme? So and no one thought that no one said that that's not a thing that happened people did not sit around the christmas and thanksgiving dinner table and talk about joe biden and hunter's dick i mean there's a lot of maga like cultist like you know 10 12% of the country that really probably tried to talk about that shit but they probably had a family member who's like look shut the fuck up or get the fuck out okay we're here to have christmas i'm not here to talk about hunter biden's cock 
Okay. I know you're obsessed with cock and Hunter Biden's dick, but we're not talking about it today. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> but they weren't talking about Joe Biden. They weren't. But here's the thing. Comer's giving away the game when he says that because that was their plan all along. Their sell to Trump. Listen to me. Listen. Their sell to Trump when they went to him to tell him, hey, we need to keep the government open so they'll talk about Biden over the holidays, not the government shutting down. I said it. It happened. Here's the evidence that I was right. Because Comer Pyle is saying it out loud. It's how their brains work. Honestly, if we had enough sense in us on the left, it would be how our fucking brain works. It's not. It's not. It's not how our brain works. Oops, I did the wrong one. Hang on. <laughs> it's not how our brain works. Our brains do not work that way. The American people are left. Now, the American people's brains work that way. Not the left. Whoosh. All right, let's get to... Ah, let's make fun of Nikki Haley and Ramadama Ding Dong. Then we'll go to Green Day really quick. <laughs> Here's Ramadama Ding Dong. Talk to some old fat guy my uh, in Iowa. Uh, here it is. She'll be set a good example for children in this. He's country. talking about his wife. Yeah. Spread ele- the message in this community. That's, your wife. That's right. She, you've you've mm-hmm. seen her. Yeah. Simple elegance. Thank you. Thank you. Know, you. She doesn't have a. She doesn't make a big production out and of it. She doesn't but. have an ax handles wide either. No. no. <laughs> your wife doesn't have an ass that's six ax handles wide either. <laughs> Coming from the fat fucking slob and overalls. <laughs> Oh, that's a great clip. I love that clip. I'm sorry. I got to I got to show that clip. Um, let's go to the Nikki Haley clip real quick. Next and then we'll go to the and then we'll go to the Green Day, the Green Day shit, because uh, I got to get to that. I got to show the Green Day stuff. You know, it's been. Oh, here we go. Here's here's Nikki Haley. I'll, I'll play a little bit of this. Uh, she's attacking Donald Trump now in New Hampshire. Now we are three weeks out. And I see commercials that you see. Yeah. And I've noticed that President Trump has given me some attention. Oh. And I appreciate that because that means he sees what we're seeing. But in his commercials and in his temper tantrums, every single thing that he said has been a lie. Every single one. I looked for some great truth. Every single one. Pork rind. Pork rind. We'll be right back. Mark 
60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Doyle rules. <laughs> Had a little bit of technical difficulty there. Shit, you shut off. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Testing. One, two. One, two. Testing, 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 testing. <laughs> it happens. It happens. You know, shit. Um, here's the Green Day clip. We're going to skip over the the, um, <laughs> the Nikki Haley stuff. Might have to uh, cut a few of them out. Next question. <laughs> um, here's the Green Day clip that everyone's pissed off about. Now, I'm probably going to get knocked for this, but I want to show it anyways to you. Um, because the fash doesn't understand what punk rock is. They have no clue that, that punk rock wouldn't be for Donald Trump just because he's not president. Like, that's what they believe. Like, oh, well, Joe Biden is the president, so he's the uh, establishment. Um, yeah, that's, that's what, yeah, and um, kind of sort of thing. But, but Trump's trying to be the establishment. I'm against the establishment. It's weird. It's, it's, you know, like ideas and stuff. But here's Green Day changing the lyrics. See if you can spot it in American Idiot. Part of the MAGA agenda. Okay, now the original lyric, um, in case you didn't know is the original lyric is redneck agenda. That's the the thing. So like MAGA is like a sect of redneckism, right? Like redneckism is so much bigger. And Green Day is kind of anti-redneck. They are. Like where I grew up, most people didn't really like um, rednecks. I mean, didn't like Green Day because they were rednecks and they were talking about the redneck agenda, but they changed it to MAGA agenda and MAGA was really upset. They're like, oh, this I'm punk rock, but fuck Green Day because Green Day should be anti-establishment like you are an established cult. 
you fucking boneheads. How don't you know this? Oh, and by the way, if you think that Billy with Green Day is going to be for Trump because Trump isn't president, maybe I'll give you a little taste of this. Do you want to be an American idiot? One nation controlled by the media. If a nation ain't Travis says... Did you catch it? Did you catch it? Here, watch, watch. What made MAGA think that Green Day was going to be for MAGA? <laughs> They're so fucking dumb. How how are they so fucking dumb? Two word answer, Donald Trump. How are they so fucking dumb? How? How is this possible that they didn't know that Green Day in their show during the fucking song American Idiot has been saying fuck Donald Trump? And that somehow that because they weren't gonna say it on the New Year's Eve thing. Fuck Donald Trump because they were contracted on television, so they can't yell the fuck Donald Trump, right? So they changed the lyric from redneck agenda to MAGA agenda to make the same fucking point. MAGA loses their minds. I can't believe he's anti-Donald Trump. Donald Trump is anti-establishment. Do you know what an establishment is, you bonehead? What do you think... What do you think the Republican Party is? What do you think him controlling the Republican Party? What do you think him controlling the fucking MAGA cult is? It's establishment, you fucking bonehead. Do you not know what fucking punk rock is? It's against all establishments, especially one trying to oppress the rights of people, which MAGA's design, the design of MAGA is to oppress the rights of people. And that's the message. They want to oppress your rights and your neighbor's rights by making Donald Trump the dictator and king and using white Christian nationalism to make him Grandpa Hitler. And they're going to take your fucking rights away just like they took women's rights away by stripping them of Roe v. Wade. That's your message. Every fucking time over and over and over and over and over again. Stop listening to the noise and make the correct sound. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck fuck Grandpa Hitler. Fuck fascist. Fuck these nincompoop Nazis and fuck white Christian nationalism. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Tomorrow. Same time, same place, you sons of bitches. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. 
Neil Bourne, head-ass speaking.